This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Thank you. Poorly timed on my part, yeah. and I apologize. Well, fuck. I got goofy with it. I got goofy. Well, if this episode's completely out of sync now, and you're just talking over people, and it's just a horrible mess, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Not the editor. It's entirely me. Entirely you. <laughs> the editor who did nothing with the <laughs> with the robot recording just like, yep. just like yeah. nah, there's nothing I can do. That was and when the fact, clap was. the video is out of sync. <laughs> yeah. Like you deliberately like <laughs> mess with my video, so yeah. somehow I'm slightly out of sync with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes you hours of re-editing to make me just the slightest bit, the slightest bit wrong and off. Um, yes. Uh, also, Jeremy, just before we quickly dive in, uh, I did it. I'm proud of myself. Just so you know. Uh, for beating the, the the guy. Oh yeah! Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. That's what's that was awesome. That was That's awesome. A very very effective strategy. The the tactic yeah. worked. The, the, it really did rely on me getting. Uh, it really did rely on me getting getting in there, and then the the, the yeah, and getting some fortuitous the, roles. Yes. Yes. Well. Yes. 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 Yeah. Because initiative like, was the big one, I think. For instance, if he'd gotten if he'd hit Night Eyes the first time and taken Night Eyes out in the first turn and then started shooting you he could have shot you twice yep yep I had a that was my big plan was just I was like I feel like there's a there'll be a temptation for him to get rid of Night Eyes first and so if I can mm. keep something in between me and Night Eyes to stop me from getting <laughs> whomped on <laughs> Um, but anyway, we can yeah. talk about it. We can talk about Usually the short rest. I just wanted to uh, wanted to acknowledge it. Oh no, we're calling it the short rest now. Oh fuck! The Bugatti watch. I listened too much now. Pod today. Fuck. Bugatti uh, <laughs> rest. Bugatti uh, rest. The short the, watch. The short watch. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome back to Bugatti, hey. everyone. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> we just sit here waiting for you to laugh, and, and then, then you start. Welcome back and then to you Bugatti, start. We could have started half an hour ago, Jeremy. We really could. We've been talking for the last. Past forty-five minutes, Just waiting for to make to each other laugh. Smile, <laughs> even a smile. Uh, anyway, uh, I am uh, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, Jeremy Cobb, and as always, I am joined by 
Luyanda Nati Lewis Nyao, but everybody calls me Unati and I play Onganangama. Sorry, I was contemplating the phrase your friendly neighborhood dungeon master <laughs> and the implications thereof, and my mind it's, went to a dark I live place. In, I'm in your area. Uh, I know the first three numbers. Anyone who gets that reference uh, gets another, I don't know, a hug. Bonus point. <laughs> if, if I ever see you in, in person. Yeah, I'm a vaccinated. <laughs> yes. And you consent to it. You, you're allowed to call claim a hug. <laughs> Jesus. And I'm Jasper William Cartwright, and I play Moosey Quober. I was waiting for you to say and, and you didn't. <laughs> so <I> just... Nah. <laughs> this is not an and. This is not you an don't an get an and this time. This is not uh, an and kind of day. Yeah. The friendly neighborhood part is actually a reference to Spider-Man. Uh, yes, in the comics, he would refer, he would often leave a note with a bad guy saying, courtesy, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And it was such a touchstone that it's even in his 60s animated show theme song. Cool. Towards the end of the movie, or Very towards cool. the end of the song, uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Wealth and fame, he's ignored. Action is his reward. Speaking of action, yes. uh, how is everybody feeling? Trey good, Trey good. Spirit will be trippy. Spirit will yes. be trippy. So I really just enjoy being a cat. I don't know if we're really playing Ongenagama at this yeah. point. I feel like Unati is just liking yeah, to be a cat. Yeah, that was definitely just As soon Unati. as you said, like, tiny Egyptian cat with a collar, I was like... I mean, that's a really interesting interpretation of Ongenagama's character. It was not the one I expected, but... No, uh, yeah, no, no, I think, I think inside she's just a really fuzzy cat who just wants to be left alone and fed milk and play, but she has to go and slay things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's all cats. All yeah. cats have, have a deep desire have to kill things. Inside. Yeah, 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 inside. yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a real problem. Real Worldwide. problem. Real yeah. problem. Uh, really is. Mooty's still contemplating the possibility there's another Mooty out there and it's not good in his brain right now. <laughs> well, here's, a, here's another question. Since he said, since the other Mooty said that every time you're not aware of him, he goes away, does that mean that every time you blink or look away and then look back down, it's a different Mooty? <gasps> That's a question I don't need to answer. Please, can we get into Have this episode just before my brain my brain breaks? Did you just rip a bong? Because <laughs> how many? It's like a really bong question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just fully hit, bong hits all day, uh, uh, all day. Anyway, yeah. yeah, I was about to go on a whole tangent <laughs> yeah, about let's bongs. Not do that. I've never <laughs> actually used a bong. I've just seen some in person. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's go ahead and jump in with a recap. Uh, this is going to be recorded afterwards, so I'm just going to point, and instead of saying, hit it, Johnny, I'm going to say, hit it, future me. Hit it, future me! Last time, Muti prepared for his battle against Chief Maino. After a prayer and a fortuitous luck roll, he was warned to beware of Chief Maino's rattle. On a hunch, Moody stuffed his ears full of plant matter in case this rattle was a sound-based weapon, and the battle commenced. Moody found success using night eyes to give Maino disadvantage on saving throws while flying high into the air to blast the baboon spirit. Recognizing the danger he was in, Maino activated his rattle, which emitted a captivating sound that could paralyze anyone who heard it. If Moody failed his save, he would almost certainly lose the fight, but Moody's ear stuffing gave him advantage and asked an 
allowed him to resist the effects of the rattle. It was all downhill from there for Mano, and before long, Muti was victorious. With that settled, our heroes decided to visit the spirit world to get to the bottom of what was really going on with King Nyati. They informed Mano of their plan, and he offered to astrally project them to the spirit world himself. Spirit world round two, baby! This time with added astral forms. Mayo disappeared shortly after arriving, leaving our heroes to wander the lush, dreamy landscape alone. Luckily, they didn't have to wander for long, as Kadha, a servile spirit, offered to guide them where they needed to go. They journeyed to the realm which had formerly belonged to Zuberi, which had become overgrown and was full of anger and pain. As they crept through the brush, the foliage came alive and attacked. As our heroes struggled against the vines and branches that threatened to smother them, Kadha called for help, which came in the form of a mysterious furry buffalo spirit who calmed the forest before introducing himself as Nyekundu, Zuberi's brother. What will happen next? Find out on today's exciting episode of The Cub and the Caterpillar, a Wagadu tale. Oh my goodness. So... You have just encountered this gigantic mm. uh, bull-faced individual, or buffalo-faced individual, looking very different from your typical cape buffalo. Uh, and he has introduced himself as Nyekundu, the brother of Zuberi. What oh. do you say as this massive spirit face sort of uh, rests in front of you, peering through the brush? Um... Yukundu, uh, it's an honor to meet you, a, a pleasure, um, may I, uh, do you have a particular place we should start on Genagama? I, um... Meow, 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 no, I kid, I kid. <laughs> um... <laughs> On Genagama, I need you to I need you to focus up right now. Can I stretch Blow together, blow together here? Can I can I stretch on Genagama out into like a, a bulkier, more like more on Genagama like uh, shape and just be like when Zako like puts when Zako like puckers her lips and just blows into her mouth like and just blows her up like a balloon. As 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 that happens, um, Organagama kind of like puffs up from a little cat and is kind of uh, like her usual size now, but like all golden with long talons mm. and like a very like lion mole mm. and big Here eyes. Here we go. Here we go. And like a big like <laughs> and a tail now even like a whole there tail. We go. Yes. Um, and like kind of like extended limbs and like very cat like, and she's like okay. F- Fine, I will. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> he says, uh, Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I, well, I suppose, is it, I assume you've come here for uh, information. To find out. Yeah, to find out what happened. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. You see, the lands are blighted by a, a, a King Nyati who seemed to have found a way to trap your brother. As you say Nyati, the whole area... Okay, let's, like let's ease of off the... the uh, all, of the boo, all of the trees and vines and grass moves and, like, bristles. Yeah, let's, let's move off that word, I think. Let's just avoid saying that, that one. Um, but, y- yes... Um, uh, we, uh, mighty spirit, um, uh, may I ask, what is your relationship with your brother, uh, Zubere? 
Uh, do, well, do you, uh, is it a good uh, relationship? Or good, you're on good terms? It's pretty much non-existent these days. Yes, of course. I don't yes. think anybody has a relationship with my brother now. Uh, well, uh, of course, um, I, I, uh, pre-the pre, uh, the incident before involving... Before what happened, we had a, a good relationship. Mm. Yeah, he was my big brother. He, he primarily watched over the Cape Buffalo, mm. you know, and I, and I watched over the Forest Buffalo. Oh. And it was a nice little split. You know, it's more my speed. I'm not as big and strong, as impressive as he is. Uh, you see that, like, this dude's face is, like, the, the size of the front of a car. As he's Jesus. saying this to you. Okay. Like, that's about the width that we're talking. He's just huge. This really huge face. Uh, but, like, really friendly, kind of innocent eyes. Uh, and I think also very sad mm. eyes looking at you. Uh, he says... Look, I don't, I don't want to draw this out. I, I'll, I'll show you what happened. Yes, if you would. Thank you. Uh, he says, uh, as, as you're like, yes, thank you. You see, like, his eyes begin to, like, expand. It's like you're looking at his eye, and it's like, ooh. Like, for a moment, it's like you're not even looking at his eye anymore. It's like you're, it's like it's suddenly everywhere. Like, you're on his eye. Like, you're standing on his eye, facing up, seeing, like, the the fur at the top of his brow, like a far-off mountain range. Uh, the sky above you looks, like, dark. You can't even see the foliage. This is just your landscape now. The ground beneath you is just this endless black orb that you are standing on oh, and you just see the horizon off in the distance uh, uh, and sort of echoing around you and above you somewhere in the distance not in a, a frightening way but in sort of a, a an ever-present friendly sort of way you hear the one that you call Nyati was not always so when he first came to this land he was someone completely different. And as he says this, uh, the sun begins to rise above the horizon. And as it comes up, you see the ground beneath you. Uh, you are standing in a in a uh, in the, the the marshlands, not the mm -hmm. swamp, but the area beyond the swamp. Mm -hmm. With the water that is risen up, the the where we first the, came through, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the watery yeah. grasslands that you traversed yeah. in order to get to the wastelands in the first place. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you see, uh, as you stand there, surrounded by you know this once this familiar setting, uh, mm -hmm. you see some unfamiliar figures. You see, uh, you see, an emere walking mm -hmm. through. And Amere mm -hmm. wearing uh, long robes. Uh, for those of you who don't know what an Amere looks like, which I think uh, in both of your cases you haven't seen one, but mm -hmm. no, an we've individual... Heard we've heard, we've heard, heard, heard of them. them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but an individual uh, tall, lithe, long, pointy ears, very uh, beautiful, elegant features... Uh, he is striding through the water, uh, allowing his allowing his long robes to to float along the surface of the water as he walks through. Uh, next to him, you uh, like uh, well not a next to him, excuse me, a little bit ahead of him, uh, you see a a 
where like covered in fetishes uh, and carrying a gigantic curved sword uh, with a beautiful, very colorful, uh, you see colorful beads around his wrists, uh, around his neck. Some of these are like large beads, like this, like the size of like marbles, uh, around, uh, and these, these beads are primarily red and orange, you see. Um, he's got, uh, shoulder length, very thick, dr- uh, dreadlocks. Uh, mm-hmm. and he looks quite, he looks built. Shorter than the Amere, but very physically impressive. Um, probably in his 30s. Uh, looking imperious and, and brave, but also sad and maybe a little lonely striding through this, uh, the water. Mm-hmm. Um, and behind, uh, and was he, sorry, part- was he also an Amere, that figure? No, this this person uh, is an Aziman. I think that you gain this knowledge simply by seeing them. Sure, even if you guys are not familiar with them, I think you instinctively know based on the magic that is is currently creating this vision. Uh, And bringing up the rear, uh, looking back and forth imperiously, the tallest of all, you see broad-chested, broad-shouldered thick legs, uh, a very handsome and physically impressive swalla, a buffalo's blessing swalla, uh, striding through, looking probably also in his early to mid-thirties. Uh, he, there's a bravery, there's a determination, um, and this, this group you see traveling through the water, um, you know instinctively upon seeing this man that this is the man who would eventually become mm-hmm. King Nyati. Mm-hmm. Though you know who what this person's name is because you've heard his name before. Yes. Yes. yes this yes. man's name, uh, which you heard from Yatara, is Yazid. Uh, you see Yazid and his two companions. Uh, roll me an insight check as you see them walking through, uh, the marshes. Oh, yes. Uh, that is a 16. Okay. I think that that sadness, uh, what did you say? <laughs> Three. Okay. Uh, on Kinagama, I think you're more just like, dang. Yaki used to look pretty good. <laughs> uh, like, impressive. Uh, he's, he's, all three of these customers look pretty tough. Uh, they, they look very capable. But Muti, as you as you look at them, I think you notice that the Aziman uh, that I think the sadness that the Aziman has mm-hmm. is shared by all three. There's something about this group that feels incomplete. Okay. Uh, there's a there. It feels like something's missing as they're walking along, uh, and just I, I don't think that you can tell based on the landscape because this landscape stretches in every direction, you know, for miles and miles and miles. Uh, but you know instinctively that they are heading in the direction of, of the, the wasteland. Yes. Yes. Uh, and as you, as both of you sense this, uh, the the landscape begins to shift. And you are no longer standing in marshlands. 
Instead, you are standing uh, in a savanna. You're standing, or excuse me, on a savanna in a Swala village. Uh, you instinctively know that this is some time prior. Uh, a woman is crying. Uh, the entire village, uh, many, many members of the village are beginning to gather because a wo- and this woman is crying. She's kneeling on the ground, sobbing outside of her house. The village is gathering around her and they are gazing in at the house. Uh, as she sobs, uh, you hear her say in the Swala language, uh, my baby, my baby, mm-hmm. why they said it wouldn't happen like this. Uh, and from inside of the house, you hear uh, as the village ga- gathers staring at this, at this, the, the, the hole of the doorway of this house, which uh. now looks like a gaping maw with something threatening inside. I think you start begin to see a flash of images now, mm-hmm. a series of swallow women, uh, hopeful faces. You see, uh, you see proud mothers, and then you see heartbreak, and then you see fear. And what follows the fear is utter destruction. As as events begin to unfold, quick, faster and faster around you, you see as throughout this vast series of small Swala communities, all of which are mobile, but are tending these lands and the herds that that uh, live on these lands together, uh, you see as one by one these villages are uh, consumed by Dwen. And do we get a sense of Yazid or Niati's presence at all throughout this? This is before you saw him. This this is before. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is yeah, what he's so. heading towards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, okay. as time is moving faster, you you see as the people of this area begin to have to flee the villages entirely. Mm-hmm. Those who don't flee are slaughtered. Uh, they have to lead the herds away. You see entire... There's at one point, like, the uh, a group of the shepherds are trying to lead Cape Buffalo away, like, herd them as quickly as possible to the point where they're st- they have to start a stampede because what you see behind them is you start to hear bellowing and screeching from the back of the herd, and then you just see viscera flying up as something back there is attacking and absolutely shredding through the back of the herd, uh, kicking off an entire stampede. And you know that this is not the only time that this happens. Mm. These communities are devastated uh, by an infestation of Dwen, and they flee their lands, uh, in some cases having to leave behind their charges, their, their, uh, their, their flocks, their herds, uh, in order to try and find safety out of just sheer desperation. Mm-hmm. And you watch as they come into contact with our three plucky adventurers. Mm-hmm. You watch as they... They the, the 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 adventuring party is overcome by the pain that these communities are undergoing, and you see as as Yazid in particular is touched, is heartbroken in fact by the suffering of his people, and you also see the resignation on the Amere's face as he knows 
with this many Dwen, it may not be possible for this band of adventurers, as powerful as they may be, to do anything about this. Mm-hmm. You see Yazid meeting with the the community's witch doctors, the ones who managed to escape. Um, you understand that this was, on some level, a misunderstanding. This was... If anything, if we're talking about witch doctors, the closest thing that a witch doctor could have to a misdiagnosis. There had been a belief among the Swalla because of their, because of the, the excellent way that they had tended to their herds, that they might be blessed by the ancestors, by the spirits, by all of the forces of Ogadu to enable them to be able to reproduce themselves. Mm-hmm. Because as you know, no one is born in Wagadu who remains human. Mm-hmm. Everyone who remains human in Wagadu are people who fell from the upper realms. But these people wanted families. Mm-hmm. And it seems as though in their desire for families, they brought ruin upon themselves. And as you see the the Amere with this, just like come to this realization and come to this conclusion, you see him wordlessly look over at Yazid, and he tries to. Com- you see him trying to communicate to Yazid, just non-verbally, mm-hmm. that this situation is hopeless. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you watch on Yazid's face as he absolutely rejects this notion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you see him vow to help his people. You see that he and this Amere. Uh, be, are at first they're working together. You see that the Aziman is almost sleepwalking through this. Uh, you see that he is stricken by something still, whatever this group is missing. Uh, but Yazid is paying no attention to that anymore. He is trying to rally the, the Swala to form an army. He leads a force against the Dwen. The force is decimated. He tries to work with the, with the, with the witch doctors to pool their powers together and attack the Dwen individually. Unfortunately, the commotion draws more Dwen and they are forced to flee again. Um... It is at this point, uh, as he grows more and more desperate, that you recognize a familiar face. Mm -hmm. You see a Swalla who has survived uh, one of the most recent attacks, though in this attack, uh, he did suffer some injuries. He has a scar running through one eye, uh, and in the melee, it appears that he lost part of his horn. Mm-hmm. Uh, as mm-hmm. Yatara, Brokenhorn, approaches Yazid with an idea. <gasps> and <Yatara! laughs> you then see, you then watch Ow, as, you down. then watch as uh, Yazid and the Amere uh, battle. Not physically, but emotionally. A mm. battle of words. The Amere is having absolutely none of this. And in fact, I think you instinctively gain the information that this person, this man's name is Olaomo. Uh, excuse me, Olaomo. His name is Olaomo. It's pronounced Olaomo. Uh, and Olaomo stridently disagrees with Yazid's plan. 
he he is insists that it will not work it is not possible all it will result in is further disaster this is foolishness and more than that it is wrong it is horribly irrevocably wrong what Yazid is planning. Mm. Yazid insists this is necessary. The the spirits who should have already stepped in to help the humans fight off the Dwen in the Mm -hmm. first place. They should never have come to this. If the spirits will not step in to help the shepherds of their children, then they should be made to step in and help the spirits of their children, or help help the shepherds of their children. This is the only way forward. This is the only way for these Swala people to be able to live and, and well, live the where they want to and the way that they want to. They don't deserve this. And you see an, an intimacy between them in this conversation. And I think you've seen it throughout, but it's been sort of a, a casual thing. Mm. Uh, a hand on the leg, uh, the two of them sitting, generally sitting together through uh, any group meetings or any work uh, that's being done. The uh, Olaomo, uh, Olaomo was always on Yaz- uh, at Yazid's side, even during the battles. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, in fact, helped save Yazid at one point, casting fly on him so the two of them could escape together from one of the disastrous... Uh, uh, incursions into the Dwen-controlled territory, and in this moment, you see that Olaomo's heart begins to break, because as as he looks at his husband, the man that he loves, he recognizes that this man values the survival of his people more than he values not only their relationship, but the functioning of the world. Mm. Yazid is willing to break the rest of the world in order to save his people. And Olamo simply can't accept that. And when there, when when a couple like when a couple like this has been pushed to a, a situation where their fundamental differences are being highlighted like mm. this in such a strident way. The couple's relationship may not survive intact. And it is at this point that you see a weeping Olaomo, silently weeping, leave Yazid and the Swala along with the Azimen whose name you now realize, as he rides away, is Bashala. They head off to the north. You're not sure to what fate. They do not appear again for the rest of this vision. Instead, what you see is Yazid, along with a council of witch doctors, Mm. uh, Yatara among them. And you also see, looking much younger, uh, the witch doctor that you saw with King Nyati mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, through this... Uh, Do we get a this like, fool's name? <laughs> yes, it's, it's sort of like the threshold of revelation, uh, mm. to quote Angels in America, uh, that you receive this information. Uh... Imamu is the name 
of this particular witch doctor. And you see, uh, as they begin to perform a set of rituals, and you know that as they begin to perform these this very elaborate ritual that seems to be combining multiple spells, that a number of these are not spells that these people would normally have access to. They got these spells from Olaomo's spell book against his will. And as they begin to merge to merge some of these spells in this very complex magic and high-level magic uh, to summon Yazid, or excuse me, not to summon Yazid, but to summon Zuberi, and then as Yazid steps into the summoning circle to bind Zuberi and Yazid together in the hopes that this fusion might be able to free their people from the Dwen threat and regain their lands. And then you watch what happens after the merging. You see as the the now leaderless Cape Buffalo begin to stampede wildly. Hundreds die in this stampede. They stampede all in, not just people, not just humans, but also Cape Buffalo. Some of them are charging directly into each other. Some of them instinctively, like, they seem to just seize up and fall to the ground stiff and drown in the water that lays there. It's utter chaos. The effect is immediate. It takes days, weeks for the the Swala to get even a sizable portion of the Cape Buffalo and other herds back under control. Uh, The rest of the herds flee off into the Dwen-controlled territory. Mm. You know what happens there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the newly crowned King Nyati begins to become paranoid. You see that inside of him there is a war going on. Zuberi does not wish to be in this scenario. He feels betrayed. I don't think he has, he does not have conscious control, but his sense of fear and Mm. shock and betrayal still pervades King Nyati's psyche. And Nyati begins to systematically kill the witch doctors who had helped create him because he knows that they are the only ones who will be able to separate him and destroy him. Okay. He becomes obsessed uh, as as Imamu, the, the only one who seemed to escape these purges. Uh, Imamu begins to speak into him, his ear. Imamu has gained his ear and speaks in, speaks to him about how, well, just because the he is not a normal human, he is not even a, well, he's not even a human. He's both human and spirit. And if humans are unable to sire children, surely someone of his stature can. Hmm. And it is up to him to create an army that will be, to sire an army that will be powerful enough to combat these Dwen. 
you watch Watch as... what, uh, what lineage is Imamu, if I may ask? Uh, Imamu is also a Swala. Swala, cool. Yes. Sorry, please go. Um, you watch as the succession of wives begins. Yeah. Oh my and time after time, the attempts fail. Imamu and the whatever witch doctors still remain, of course, over time, they begin to disappear, uh, will determine in the during the pregnancy, this is not the kind of child that we were hoping for. And the women are sent away mm. into the waste, into what is now the wastelands. You see that, uh, that King Nyati then comes up with a new plan. Well, if, if I can't sire an army, then I will gather an army. In fact, mm-hmm. I will conquer an army if necessary. And you see as the city of Moroma becomes fully mobile and begins a reign of terror throughout the land. And I think the next thing that you see is Nyekundu's face looking at the pair of you crying silently. Onganagama would like to go up to him and and, and sort of gently approach and and give him a hug. Uh, As you hug him, I think you get a sense for what lays... uh, As you hug his large face, I think, like, you reach around, like, with one arm behind his ear or underneath one of his ears, and you realize uh, that his body is actually probably about the size of an antelope. Uh, He is a very oddly proportioned uh, buffalo. Huge head, very small body. Uh, And he leans into your hug as you embrace him. And I think your your Oath of the Ancients paladin power uh, rises up within you. Uh, And you feel the glow uh, wash from yourself into him. Uh, and his spiritual glow washes into you in kind. Uh, DM question. Uh, yes. Do I have any beat on this book, on Yalawe, uh, Yalamo's book? Uh, Olamo what? took his spell book with him. Ah, uh, okay. It's likely that the violation of his spell book mm-hmm. is partly what led to the fallout. To, to the fallout, right, sure. And we had, there's no, yeah, obviously there was no beat on where Alamo went. Uh, okay. Wow. See, this That's is a, why Yatara drinks palm wine all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna slap that dude next time I see him. <laughs> this <laughs> is why. Oh, boy. Um, this is interesting. This does present yes. a potential, a real big issue on Gunagama. A um, massive issue. Because can I, I'm going to turn around uh, to Nyakundo and say, um, I'm sorry to press on this matter any further, but do you have any idea where Ulaomo may have gone? Um, I fear we may need the secrets that are in that, within that book, um, as Imamu is not going to hand them over willingly. Um, roll me an insight check. Okay. In fact, both of you can. Oh, right, we thank need goodness. Like- 
Actually, uh, I'm going to use magical guidance. I've got one sorcery point left, so I will use that. Because uh, well. this kind of feels like an important one to get. <laughs> three. That's the second three. That is a 15. That was better. I had a three okay. and then a 13. So a two and then 13. Yes. Sorry. 13, a 15 is very much enough. He's not trying to hide anything. Okay. I don't think you get every single thing that he's feeling, but I mm. think that you, you get a strong impression that this, this dude, this man has been pushed beyond his limit. Yeah. Not by you, not by anything that you are doing, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. by this circumstance. Mm-hmm. And the circumstance in which he finds himself. Um, he, he looks at you, Muti, with his big eyes, and he says, There is no need. I know how to defeat him. Okay. Please tell us. He, he swallows hard and says, we spirits do not like to interfere in the affairs of mortals. We do not like to speak of, of mortal matters, and we do not like to give mortals more knowledge about spirits than they need. And there are some things that we never lacked to speak of because they offer too much power over spirits. Of course. There is a spell. A spell which allows one to banish a creature back to its home plane of existence. <sighs> he, he looks at you, Muti, and says... You can access this spell. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, Muti, you know instinctively that this is magic that you are on the cusp uh-huh. of gaining. Sure, yeah. It's, it's magic that you have to choose to reach out and take because it's, it's magic, I think, that heads in a different direction than where you were heading. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. like, you feel like the part of you that's like, Mooty silver tongue, you know, mm. talking his way through things, manipulating people behind the scenes, and then you feel the side of you that's like Mooty living in a swamp, having to do anything he can to survive, mm. gain mm. as much power mm. as he can. Mooty, the the cursed by the spirits, he hates the spirits. He needs power to be able yep. to influence them. Do we do we go do we go after direct power or do we go after indirect power? And you you know down which path this power lies. Power lies. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, but uh, Nyakundu continues, and he says, "As it stands, the despot that rules Maroma." cannot be defeated by this spell alone. It will take... It will... It will take a great effort in order to separate him. Separate my brother from that foolish human. You need to get him away 
from that druid, that witch doctor. Mm-hmm. Number one. Number two, he has incredible reserves of power that will allow him, if he still, if he has not depleted his powers, to resist anything you throw at him. You need to force him to, re- to deplete his reserves of energy and ideally weaken him as much as possible. And then, and only then, do you have a chance of getting rid of that despot, of freeing my brother and freeing this land? Hmm. Okay. I I mean not to pry uh, into uncomfortable matters, but this magic that you speak of, uh, I feel, as you say, it is in my reach. I don't know if there's a way for you to look inside and see whether you believe me to be a good person or not, but... We are to do a, an incredibly difficult task, and a, a very a dif, uh, uh, potentially one that could alter the course of Wagadu for forever. How might I acquire this magic? Is there, if I am not to be, um, is there a way that I could gain trust of the spirits to attain it? Um, is this the only way? He looks at you again with his big eyes uh, filled with tears, and he says, Power is already within you. All you have to do is reach out and claim it. And as he says this, Muti, you know that your experiences uh, in in the past few days have uh, pun fully intended uh, taken you and on Ganagama to a new level. <gasps> oh, yeah. oh yeah. Boy. Yes. Uh, you yes. feel yourself surrounded by all this spiritual energy and both of you know that you can choose what kind, how to express this greater power that you have gained. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um uh I'm I'm just gonna like in a monologue moment, uh just for the audience, uh, I guess. And uh there is like um there is like a moment where I clock on Ganagama and I feel that like draw of the the like the silver tongue and the and the sort of justice and 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 everything. And then I kind of like th- there's like a moment of like when I saw that spell book in the me- in like the memory and like the sort of insatiable, like, hunger to be in control of my own destiny, um, having just as well bested a creature in single combat, knowing that ultimately when it came down to it, my own existence was in my own hands, I think Muti picks the shadowy path. <laughs> uh, yeah. Onginagama. <clears throat> You feel, mm-hmm. I think, two paths. Mm. One, a new path 
that has opened to you mm. recently. Uh, a path of light and a path of responsibility. Mm-hmm. And you also feel the path of independent power. Power that comes from your raw emotions and your feelings and what you want. Mm -hmm. How you feel the world should be. Mm -hmm. Both are viable avenues. It's up to you to decide which one you'd like to pursue. At this point, like, in the big sort of cat-like form, just giving um, Nikunde a hug, Onkenagama is going to sort of step back slightly and just look into his big, soft, lovely eyes and just a little bit in the spirit realm slightly burst into flames and her eyes go on fire. It's like... Ooh. I'm pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm <hella> pissed. <laughs> we need to have, like, uh, an Ongenagama uh, pissed supercut. As well as, like, at some point, a pissed power rankings to determine which time you have been the most, like, the most pissed. pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Just really angry and kind of on fire a little. Like when you, like, spray your hand with, like, deodorant and set it alight. Oh, man. Wow. This this absolutely flaming cat (laughs) standing next to you, Booty, just... It's like an oh, it's like an aura of flames. I think the the glowing uh, the glowing Catwoman just went Super Saiyan. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very very cool. Jeez. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh. uh, wow. Nyakundu looks at the pair of you and he says, "I know it's been a difficult road for you as as well as the rest of us." Thank you for stepping up when no one else would. I hereby pledge I and my people's service in doing anything we can to help right this horrible wrong. It's time for the spirits to help clean up our own mess. Hmm. Yes. Uh, I have a. Um, I believe it is of vital importance that we find uh, this book. For when Imamu is eradicated from this world, as he shall soon be at our hands, I don't know why, suddenly my voice. I feel more powerful. <laughs> I've got fourth level spells now. My voice has gone deeper. <laughs> I was honestly chest. just looking through my through, looking through my fourth level spell list, and I was like, "Oh shit, here we go!" <laughs> like, it got real. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Muti has turned from like imperfect Muti to semi-perfect Muti." Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't even my final form. Um, uh, I, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna look and say it is vitally important that we find this book, for only. Can we eradicate this scourge from our land to ensure it can never happen again? That is my only ask of you and your people. We shall do the task at hand. 
though our approach may have to be slightly different. <laughs> He's going to roll an insight check on you, Muti. Sure. <laughs> okay, he looks at you and he says... Can I, do I roll, can I roll anything here, or... Uh, are you trying to deceive him? He's just really trying to see what you're all about. Um... I think on the basis of this being an insight check, there is, like, an element of what I'm saying that I wouldn't want to reveal. Okay. So you can roll, you can roll deception if Deception you check. And I'm gonna use my blessing of my ancestors on this one. <laughs> so I'm Ooh. rolling with advantage here. Ooh. Uh, that is a 22. Okay. Um, he looks at you, your serious face, your handsome face, your very sincere face. Uh, and he says, Very well. I and my people will give you all the information we have after the immediate threat is dealt with. Yes. Because you're right, that. this cannot be allowed to happen again. Precisely. If they piece together the information once, they can do it again. Mm. <clears throat> um, I thank you for being so candid with us. I appreciate this must have been uh, extremely difficult for you. Um, may I ask, on a practical level, the spell uh, that you speak of uh, that would allow me to separate... Uh, the 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 the, t the two, um, uh, would this um, how do I say be permanent? Um, would there, what is the what is the nature of what we must do next? Uh, do we how must we proceed in sealing the deal? Shall we say? He he says uh, he he says. Weaken him, separate him from Imamu, and cast the spell. Mm. It takes a minute to become permanent. But in that one minute, and he looks out at the at the at the land, mm. and as he looks out, you see the land transforms into the most beautiful golden uh, savanna, the healthiest looking grass. Uh, the loveliest sky, the the warmest, most pleasant air and cool breeze. Uh, he says, in just that one minute of freedom, my brother could return this land to its former beauty. He could set this place right in just that one minute. And after that, He'll be able to retake his rightful place here and rule and watch over his people just as he always wanted and just as he always did before. Uh, and he he looks back at you, and as he looks back at you, Muti, the landscape back to reverts back to the way that it is. Uh, <laughs> and his eyes grow, they were already black, but they grow almost void-like. As he and like as they like pierce through you, and he says, "The spell is called banishment." Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got it on Gedegama. Don't worry, I've uh, already um, 
looked at preparing it. <laughs> I think I think Munzako is looking at Muti with kind of like a. Like, I don't know if he should have that. <laughs> and uh, and Jasper is sat here whilst he was saying all of that, just going, "That is one hell of a concentration check." <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's one hell of a concentration check coming up. Oh yeah. boy. Um Okay. The uh, final question, the separating of the two. Um Might that require some new magic as well? He, I've actually been he, having this thought about something that might do the trick, <laughs> uh, but I'd be interested <laughs> to know what your thoughts are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's he says new magic. There should be no more magic required. Once Yazid has been sent back to his rightful plane, mm-hmm. the connection will be severed. Uh, but, but I mean, uh, is it? It would not be possible for me. Uh, or once he is weakened, the banishment spell would sell. Uh, would send uh, Zubere back to his rightful plane. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yes. But I see and separate them. Yeah, that, I said that, Yazid. That, I meant Zubere. Yes, sorry. Yes, Zubere. <laughs> uh, I'm just basically trying to ascertain that the banishment spell. They, he believes the banishment spell will separate them. Basically, once. Yeah, that, I uh, think yeah. that was what he was trying to oh, tell okay, you. Okay, perfect. Is that I was, was thinking like, that there was you, something we needed to do to separate them. Then I needed to banish no, Zubere. Right. Cur- I think no. Mm-hmm. What he's basically saying is they're currently being held together mm-hmm. by magic that is at least partly sustained by Imamu himself. Yeah, uh, we've got to split them. We've got to get him if away. If you get them yeah. apart, that weakens the connection, and yeah. then you have and to then force. You have to basically force these legendary on, resistances on, off of him. Yeah, essentially, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. have to have him burn through that stuff. Yeah, uh, in order to then get him in a position where you can uh, potentially banish him. Jeez, I have one spell. I have one spell slot at fourth level. Oh, <laughs> this is awful. I know, this is super tight. We're gonna wow. need everybody. Wow, this We're is literally a hell gonna Mary. need everybody. Okay. Um. Hmm. Is there anything else? I and I know this is not what you're gonna want to hear. This is a hell Mary of a move. Okay, and I. I know I have the power, but, like, I, there is a limit. <laughs> and I don't think that um, Niati's going to let me have a long rest in between attempts. <laughs> is there anything else? And I know this is not what you want to hear, but should we fail in this task, it is still vitally important that Niati is stopped for the sake of Wagadu. Is there anything that we could do, any uh, way that we could... Permanently, um, uh, solve this issue. Increase your chances. Yes, mm. of permanently solving this issue should our initial plan fail, and perhaps there would then have to be a conversation about someone taking the role of Zubere, like yourself, maybe even, um, just as a I, not not a not ideal scenario, but a, a potential one. It's, you know... He... He... He looks down for a moment, uh, and then looks back up, and he says... The more weakened he is, the more difficult it'll be for him to resist you. 
not just in terms of his reserves of power, but in terms of the very fabric of the relationship between them, the fabric that binds them together. Mm-hmm. The I further see. you weaken them, the more difficult it'll be for them to stay together in the event of the banishment spell. Mm-hmm. So okay. what you are saying is this is a sacrifice, a potential suicide mission. Oh, well, I think we always knew that. No, Angarigawa? Yes, but we <laughs> need to... I just want to confirm and we're going to lose many, many people weakening him. Well, you see, you, you mm. see that uh, Nyakundu looks off to the distance for a moment and then looks back at the pair of you and says, I cannot claim to know the future. How many fall will depend entirely on how fate plays out. All I can say is that I can think of no more noble a cause to give my very spiritual existence for than to restore balance to this place and set right that which was put wrong so long ago. We shall balance the scales. Speaking of giving your spiritual essence uh, and everything that you have, um, if any any blessings you can bestow, uh, it, it's happened a few times. Uh, spirits, you know, when we've like done a solid for a spirit, you know, I'm just, look, I'm, just I'm, I'm wondering if maybe to give us the best chance, if there's a little little something, something that so you that's have that you were angling for. That we could roll me a persuasion check with disadvantage. This is going to be DC twenty. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I've got no sorcery points left, so whatever this is, this is what it is. In fact, actually, uh, let's say not even disadvantage, flat roll. Because okay. I think the it's not ad- he he. I think part of it is Nyakundu w- would like to help, but I mm. think also part of it is like I think even though he his initial insight didn't quite see through your deception, there's something about this whole conversation that is kind of like, he's kind of, I think part of him is like, hmm. I mean, he steered me there. He told me I had to embrace the shadows to get the spells, so I mean, this is on him. Uh, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Roll a straight check, see what happens. DC 20, persuasion. Nope. 12. Okay. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Um, he, he says, I will give you all the assistance I can uh, by being there. Along with my people, I will bring as many of them as I can, and we will fight valiantly alongside you. Hmm. Do you know of other spirits who may be uh, sensitive to this cause? Um, he says he looks he looks around again and says, "It is not widely spoken of, at least not openly, but." There are others. I hmm. guarantee you, there are others. Can you guide us to them? How said, can they be uh, persuaded? He says, you don't have to persuade. Trust me, when the time comes, they'll be there. Okay. Good. Thank Little you. word of mouth campaign. I see. Nice. That work. That work. Good. Uh, okay. Oh boy! Anything else that you think we might need to know? Um, I am. Gee, wow. Yeah. In fact, you a... guys can both roll me a history check. Yeah. Okay. Sure. If you want. Oh God! I'm remembering what it's like to be busy pre Tasha's Mooty without, <laughs> without magical guidance. It sucks. Just failing all uh, these rolls. Five. <laughs> One second. Sorry, I was just busy boosting up. My level. Oh, hello. Uh, history check. Yes, that is a twenty-two. Ooh. Okay. You remember uh, Layla telling you that they mm-hmm. were also going to go around helping you guys to gather a herd as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So while you guys are gathering a herd on, uh, I guess the prime material or on in uh, mainland Wagadu, so to speak, uh, they would be working their own magic behind the scenes to Excellent. get you other allies. So it is likely that this is the campaign to which Nyakundu is referring. Uh, Nyakundu, can I ask one question, actually? Um, To to what extent do the Swala people follow Nyati? Is there a, is it a blind, is it a kind of blind allegiance? Is it a a sort of a a pressure situation? I'm very aware that we're heading into what could be a large-scale battle with mass loss of life, most of whom actually don't, may perhaps even want to fight in this scenario. If they're willingly there and think that Nyati's doing the right thing, then, I mean, look, hey, there has to be casualties at some point, but... 
That just changes the um, the scenario a little. I'm just laughing at how different Mooty's whole demeanor is now. This is great. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, the shadow of the sorcerer Mooty is like, ooh. Uh, it's, uh, just such a different dude. There's like, it's like a, I feel like Mooty's turning into a Bond villain in this conversation. Like, hey, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, I am. I just not, not, not like the tone, not not the content, but like the tone. Something about like the. Well, of course, it's going just to happen. The assurance. I mean, that's that's, that's obviously going to happen. No, no, uh, Mooty's just I, down wondering. to brass tacks right now. He's just fuck, He's just in the zone. Like we just, this is like I'm actually getting straight answers from a spirit right now. So I'm going to use this for once yeah. in my life. A spirit is just telling me how it is and not putting yeah. flowery language on top and making it confusing. <laughs> what? Uh, repeat your question. Um, that uh, that that what uh, in, in what influence does Nyati have on the ah, yes, swallow? Okay. Like, are yes. they following him blindly? Are they willingly doing this? Um, he says, uh, Yazid was a very charismatic individual, but his powers of persuasion and influence pale in comparison to my brother's. Mm. My brother was not the leader of the herd for nothing. And I think it's safe to assume that his powers are currently working themselves upon the people of Moroma. So they are essentially magically uh, endangered to him. Okay. okay. Once his influence is removed, okay. it may not be easy, but I think there's a chance that we might be able to return them to some some form of normalcy. Okay. Well, wow, it's a lot to digest. We shall have um, to defend them as well. If, well, you know, there's going to be some losses, I think, on both sides. There's yeah. going to be some... We're going to lose some paint, as they say. Um, that's, uh, yep. Moosey's just getting horrible flashbacks to the swamp right now, uh. just killing humans. Ah, okay. I'm like, and then he just embrace the shadow and you'll feel better about the whole scenario. And suddenly his moral, moral compass just resets. He's like, yep, yeah, I think okay, everything what cools. Do. I, yeah. think, I think uh, the more shadow sorcerer Mooty goes, mm. the more peaceful he feels because the more dead inside he becomes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and the more he realizes that morals are a concept and he's just, survival is the only real truth in life uh, he turns into like a really like moral relativist nihilist yep uh, <laughs> who's entirely concerned with his own survival and I guess the survival of his cat those are the two things yep, that's that it does. that's the two things uh, well two cats on Gedegaba counts as well <laughs> that's true um, yeah so uh, Nyakundu looks at the pair of you and he says thank you for coming here I will make sure that your passage out of this area is safe, completely unimpeded. I wish you a safe journey and excellent preparations for the battle to come. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you. You can do. I appreciate your words, your candor, and um, well, I look forward to uh, fighting next to you and returning your brother to his rightful place. Um, he, he nods solemnly, and then I think he, t he reaches forward with his nose and touches, uh, the pair of you, like, just 
bing, and you feel like the glow. Um, he basically gives you the equivalent of uh, a long rest in that moment. He just, oh. you feel like, oh. like warmth oh, and encouragement wash over you. That uh, felt good. <laughs> and you, yes, you feel your powers come rushing back uh, ever greater than before. Mm-hmm. Um, with an extra sorcery point as well. <laughs> yes. And then oh. Nyakundu turns his head uh, towards the way you came. And you see as the foliage begins to shift aside, uh, revealing a path for you to travel through. Uh, as we start walking out, I cast message to Onganagama, like, mm-hmm. I mean, this plan's doomed to fail. That guy's probably not getting his brother back, but I could not take the sadness. It was really palpable in there. I mean, <laughs> whoo, we, we are screwed. Seriously, this is like, uh, this is a bad plan. This is not, this. I we have got one shot, one shot. Mort- and if, you, Morty, if he resists, Morty, that's it. Over, Morty. game over. We're out. Morty, embrace <laughs> this your is like you're like the the dude death. at the end of the first Star Wars movie who like we don't see in the movie like who's like guys this is a complete you what you're shooting you're shooting a a, a torpedo down Into a, a thing the size of a womp rat what's yes. wrong with you what's wrong with you all yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. plan is awful Morty, uh, Morty, but yes uh, you must... as you guys oh sorry go ahead Morty. You know best that death is not really the end. We oh. must all make peace with Absolutely. our ends. I've made peace with it. That dude hasn't. His brother is probably going to die. That's the point I'm making. <laughs> like I, I, it's I. Yes, I am aware that it's it, it, you know it'll be fine in the end. I welcome the embrace of Odessa when it is my time. Have um, faith. You will land that spell if it's the last thing I help you do. Oh no! no I, I can love the spell. That's fine. I'm, I'm you not will land about it that. on the target. <laughs> I feel it. But yes, whether I land it, yeah, well, yeah, it, that's true. That's true. Okay. Well, <laughs> there's there's yeah. no option but, but, here. You see how you said it's the last thing you do? That, that's the bit I know for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like that. That's the bit. It's I'm okay. Like, yeah, I don't mind. It's fine. It's okay as long as you hit with that spell. Just hit with it. Okay, we've got some stuff to attend to. Uh, yeah, are we out outside? Here, so are we getting out? Yes, as you let's, guys like. Uh, by the end of this conversation, mm-hmm. even though it felt like it took also, you. What the hell's Mino? <laughs> as, lo- as long as it took you, as, yeah, as much as if you felt like it took you much longer to mm-hmm. walk through this area, mm-hmm. you like walk out, and by the end of what you guys are just saying, you're back at the edge of the of the thicket. Uh, and you see once again, like the the beautiful landscape. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all you, you. In fact, you're not even back where you entered this place. You're back where you started. Uh, and in front of you, you see uh, both Menu and Menu and Kadha standing uh, and having a, a just a conversation. Uh, and as you walk up. Uh, Menno turns to look at the pair of you and... Ah, Menno, hello. Um, how, you got how what one... you needed. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, not what I wanted, but de- yes, what we needed, I guess. <laughs> well, it's so rare that we get what we want. Hopefully... Indeed. Hopefully this instance proves to be the exception. I certainly hope so. Yes. I certainly hope so. 
Uh, might uh, might get out of here if that's cool. I might uh, might go and uh, stretch my legs. I've got a lot of things to think about right now. So uh, he turns to you on Ginagama and says, "Is that your will as well, Chiefess?" There is much to do. Please lead our way out of here. Uh, he says, very well. Turns to Kadha uh, and just silently nods. Kadha looks at the pair of you, licks his lips and says, keep her safe. I will. Don't you worry. And at that, uh, uh, Mano slams his staff on the, on the, uh, the root and the next thing you see is the flames that were around you being sucked back into the mouth of the baboon staff. Oh boy, I really want one of those staffs. I like. I know. Listen, I know. I'm un- I'm aware of the whole spirit magic. You wouldn't understand thing, but look. If there's any way I can get my hands on one, it would really help us. I think because I don't know if you know, but I've got to do a thing that's really, really got to work. You know. Mm. Well, if it's the power of the staff you need, don't worry. If my chiefess commands, I'll be right there with you. What if I... the chief just commands you to give it to me? Would you do that? <laughs> you wouldn't know how to use it. I could try. <laughs> you would fail and likely die. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. you'd be surprised. I'm harder to kill than you think. Well, actually, I guess you already yeah, know that. He holds anyway. it out to you and says, be my guest if you're feeling lucky. <laughs> just four hours later, Mooty's head is getting repeatedly blown off, and yeah. he's just fo- <laughs> yeah, Mooty's unmade out of existence. Um, yes. So your yes. chiefess does. Oh, your chiefess will require your assistance. Um, I would like to step outside into the day or the night. It's still the night. night. Yeah, yeah. Into in the fact, night. for as long as you guys were in there, doesn't actually seem like any time has passed. Awesome. I nice. would like to step out into the night and look over the landscape for a moment, um, stealing myself for what is to come, and I would like to cast Find Steed. Whoa! Dope, 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 dope. Oh, tell me how, describe for me how you cast this spell. Um, I look out into the distance and I place my axe into the ground. Um, and I don't necessarily know where I remember the tune from or the lament, but I sing out a lament out onto the landscape, calling out to my steed. Ooh. All right. What kind of steed would you like to summon? What am I allowed to have? (laughs) We should have had this discussion earlier, but you tell me what your heart's desire is and we'll figure it out in the moment. (laughs) Okay, cool, great. I know we should have. (laughs) But I really wanted to do it right now. Um, uh, I think that... um, uh, uh, you remember Dingan and how Dingani? he was Dingani, yes, and how mm-hmm. he was a really big, fuzzy, wuzzy black lion cat. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
I'd like a really big fuzzy lion cat, please and thank you. Ooh, would you mm. like would you like a a male lion or a lioness? Oh, a lioness, straight up and down. <laughs> well, uh, as you I think sing out this lament, um, I think the best way to describe it is it's similar to the shadow facts scene. <laughs> in Lord of, in in the yes. two towers, where yes, again yes, like yes. lets out that whistle, you sing out this lament that echoes across the wasteland, uh, and in the distance you hear, uh, and running through the a uh, running across like over the horizon. I don't think you see the figure first. I think what you see are the eyes. Uh, the, the glowing yellow eyes of this gigantic black lioness running towards you. I think she sails across, uh, the landscape and, and finally, uh, trots and, and not even trots, strides confidently the final few feet towards you, uh, and looks at you regally. Um, I approach um, uh, the lioness and sort of slow, like bow my head, like slowly. Um, and um, I'm really hoping it wants to give me head boops. Um, <laughs> she, uh, I'm going to say she's about the size of a horse. Okay. Oh, so, so I can reach. I can reach. I can reach. Yes. So, so gonna, when you I, bow your head, yeah, yeah. she bump, she bonks you. Gives you oh, a head yes. bonk. And we give mm-hmm. a head bonk. And then wherever Manzako is, I'm just going to be like, Manzako, come and, and sit on the top. It's okay. Manzako is like, like, okay. just the most tense you, you set him on. He's like, it's okay. like, just shivering, like, ah! uh, as you are, she fully starts like rubbing her face into you. Yes. Um, and you hear like, and she's just, and like, sweeps you with a paw, just puts a heavy paw and like pulls you in. <laughs> uh, Muti, you see this freakishly large lioness uh, just like uh, nuzzling uh, on Ginagama <laughs> as, as um, Wenzako tries his best not to have a coronary. Cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. No, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, yeah. wow. Yes. Wow. Uh, can I just talk about to Menno quickly and just say, Menno, really quickly, uh, not this stuff, fine, but do you know of anything that can, uh, make it harder for things to, uh, um, resist your spell? Um, anything that might increase the potency of my spell? Uh, like a fetish, perhaps? One, something that someone could fashion? Is there anyone you know of that might be able to fashion such an item? Um, I'm going to have him roll uh, an arcana check. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Uh, you see him sort of... He breathes in deeply and says... There was a time that I would have been able to bestow upon you this power myself. But I have spent so long away from my homeland. My spiritual energies are lessened for the time being. However, Mutikoba, if there is something else magical you wish to work on, I can offer my considerable 
experience in any way I can to assist. And then he turns to you, Ongenagama, who is still, I guess, nuzzling a lioness and says, should my chiefess approve? Uh, I just look at Ongenagama. I approve. Ooh, cool. Okay. Uh, I would like to, uh, real quick, is uh, the ground, um, I think you mentioned before there was like a clay-like the like yes, underground. This area like, is a bit is a bit more clay-ish. Even, clay-ish. It, even though much it's like crumbly clay. Cool. Which isn't cool. really clay-like, but imagine like really a weird crumbly clay. Really weird cr- crumbly clay. Cool. Uh, uh I was like, okay, uh Ongenagama, just give me like ten minutes, uh, I promise, and then we can head on our way. Uh, uh is that cool? Okay, great. Cool, 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 uh, cool, so cool. then uh, I basically I'm gonna uh, dig up some of the ground. Uh, and I want to uh, uh, use shape water to like uh, kind of moisten it and, and help me mold the uh, clay into like a little hollow ball. Um, and I'm going to make a hole in the top of it. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm going to stuff some of the impepu inside of this like clay ball. Um, and uh, basically I'm going to uh, uh, prestigate a little spark in there. So the impepu kind of starts like burning inside this like little kind of, clay pot ball sort of thing mm-hmm. um i kind of whoo, whoo, let it kind of burn inside until eventually there's like this sort of the, the gray ash inside and, I, and then i walk back over to Menno and say okay so i've kind of got this idea through channeling the power of the impepu and increasing my um uh, sort of arcane uh, um uh, connection, uh, if you will, uh, as my power always feels heightened and my connection towards uh, Adessa feels heightened um, when imbibing of the Impepu. I thought about using the ash of the Impepu as a component uh, for a spell um, that might... Well, let me show you. And I, 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 can I, like, do my first check to try and uh, uh, create a spell like uh, just I'm just basically trying to give him a, a as another like arcane person I feel like it's like easier a, uh, yeah like an implication I don't think it would be a full casting of any spells oh no, no, no I'm not going to achieve like, anything I'm just yeah. basically like I'm trying to sh- I'm trying to like show him the path that I'm on yeah uh, I feel like it's easier to like show another spellcaster and like let him feel what I'm doing as opposed right. to trying to like explain especially as there's not like a written like form for this you know yeah um uh, so roll like, an arcana check cool so i'm just sort of like gonna take his hand put it on the ball as i focus uh, uh sort of on it uh and i said like, just feel this and see if it uh, feels like i'm heading in the right direction um teeing up a sorcery point already <laughs> uh that is a nat 20 baby no Ooh. word of a lie oh my Ooh. word hold on i'm gonna hold this up so you can see the, the first nat 20 for this session isn't it yeah from anybody it is, it is. It yeah. is, it is. Hold on, wait, wait. If I can focus it there. In fact, it's, you see? it's one of the... Yeah. There it is. There it is. That's a BLM, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Um, yeah, I think that he immediately... I think that you even summon, like, you, you create, like, a very baby version. It's like... <laughs> like, to kind of, like, give, like, an idea of can what I, you're trying to can create. I say, can, I say, can I just say just, like, a little bit, like, what it is? Like... 
Can, uh, can yeah, I describe describe what the the tiny like, mini manifestation of the so, spell that you're uh, trying to create is? So, uh, like, as I concentrate on this ball, the little hole on the top where the, there's still probably a little bit of smoke coming out where the abepu is still like burning, uh, I sort of move my hands away, and the hand uh, the, the the ball starts like it's like floats where it is, and then you just see out of the um, where like the bits of uh, ash are like coming out of the top of this hole, they start to like like kind of cling together um and make like and form like a really small little mass that has like a certain luminosity like to it um uh, uh yeah so that's what you see is uh, sort of in the middle it's a really sort of small speck but you can see these tiny little bits of of ash kind of t- 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 kind of all forming together to make like a bigger clump Ooh. um yeah exciting uh he knows exactly he's like <laughs> Now this is interesting. Uh, he looks at you, Onge Negama, mm-hmm. and says, Chiefess, mm. another word of counsel. Yes. Stop him before he gets any stronger. <laughs> yes. You grab your head. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm rolling a new character. Uh, he says, <laughs> I, just, I have to roleplay as Mano from now on. <laughs> <laughs> you got the staff. Uh, yeah. he, yes! He, he says, a word of counsel. Mm. I don't know if it would be best to split our forces in terms of location. Surely, through our combined uh, authority, we will be able to in- reintegrate these two disparate parts of the Nyani tribe, excuse me, Nyani troop, mm. back together uh, to form one fighting force in addition to whatever spiritual or natural uh, assistance we may have. Perhaps it would be best if we choose a location over the next few days Mm. and decide on a strategy and we can begin training the troops together so as not to weaken ourselves in the event of say a scouting party Mm. Mm. these are wise words Manu what say you my chiefess I will defer to your better judgment. Uh, mm. he, he nods solemnly and says, You honor me with your words. Uh, and he, he, he says, he looks back and says, With your permission, mm. I will send some of my captains along with some of your, I believe, chieflet, was the preferred term? Yes, indeed, chieflet. To bring your forces here, and then, if need be, we can move our forces together and dig in somewhere else, or continue the work here. Uh, Manu, um, we sent word to more forces from my homeland. If they are brought by our messenger to the area where the other faction of the Nyani troop are waiting and find no one. There will be no one to inform them of where we have moved to. Very well. When I am more than happy to move my troops 
to them, if need be. I think that would be wise. And then we shall meet in the middle, growing stronger in number. I am hopeful that um, my God <laughs> has returned with uh, sizable numbers, but only time will tell. Okay, so we're going to go into sort of a montage period. Um, I'm going to need you... Uh, what we're going to do, you don't need to tell me your whole strategy right now, because obviously mm. that's something that can be talked through, potentially even off camera and then explained. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. However, we are going to roll some checks. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, uh, because you be handing ha- out bardic inspiration. Unfortunately, these are gradual checks. Uh, so, okay. bardic inspiration won't really... Uh, That's fair. Work That's fair. entirely. Um, so what do you mean? I can't meta game. Screw you, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think would you would you guys try and move on that night? Would you grab the troops and move over there that night? I think if we've had that long rest, I think we probably yeah, would have done. Let's go. Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Uh, you guys head over there uh, and begin training the following day. Before you get to training, however. You receive a visitor. Uh, a bird which comes flying out of the sky. Uh, a different bird, I think. Watch out, I'm getting a I think a different bird than we've seen thus far in the campaign. Okay. Uh, a tall bird, though not as tall as a shoebill. Mm-hmm. Uh, very long legs, but very beautiful plumage. Uh, white belly, white neck, hooked beak. Uh, beautiful black feathers, uh, tail feathers, uh, gray feathers on the wings, uh, but most strikingly, reddish orangish skin surrounding black eyes mm. and uh, a crest of black feathers extending from the back of the head. On Genagama, you mm. would recognize this mm-hmm. as a secretary bird. Oh! And as this secretary bird flies down, and lands directly in front of you, Ongenagama. Its beak opens, and from inside the beak you hear, My dearest granddaughter and future queen, Oh boy. The Kohei has told us of your mission. We are sending... And here's where we have a roll. I am going to roll... a persuasion check for Bakoe. With Muti's Bardic Inspiration. Yes! <laughs> yes! Yes, yes, Whatever yes. number I roll, I will multiply by 100. And mm. that will be the number of troops that are being sent. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, my God. All right. Not 20 to 6, please. <laughs> so, well, uh, I believe your uh, your Bardic Inspiration is a D8, isn't it? Or is it only a D6? No, it's only a D6 because I'm only one level of Bard, so unfortunately. Uh, I thought it started out as a D8. Yeah, no. Sad times. Okay, here we go. There's no. This is just a straight roll. Uh, Bakoe gets a plus zero to persuasion. Of course. Of course he does. So, here we go. (sighs) We are sending 
2,100 troops <gasps> to aid you. That's, that was a 21. <laughs> that was a 15 on the D20 and a 6 on the D6. Let's and go, Bardic Inspiration! The, the final two sentences. Uh, we are sending 2,100 warriors to aid you. I am so proud. And then the secretary bird closes its beak, looks at the pair of you uh, rather arrogantly, and begins striding around the camp, just looking around. Um, yeah, you, you can send it back. Yeah, it's just going to send back, back right? the glass. That that thing Before is here to Before the bird gets eaten by some baboons, <laughs> like I mean, one of the baboons like runs over at it, and the death. bird just kicks it in the face. Okay, cool. Just, and the bird, the bird was like, ah! uh, and just runs away. <laughs> okay, the bird can handle it. Wow! Wow! That's a lot That's of troops. A lot of troops. <laughs> You're a queen of a big, big, big people. Big people. <laughs> I'm getting gamma. Wow. That's a lot of... That's a fucking lot of troops. That's a lot of troops. Okay. Don't mess this up. You're in charge, remember. Just oh, remember, shit. you are in charge. Queen on Genigama. Uh. And you're a royal fool. And no. based on the based on the timeline, uh. you know that it's probably around five days away okay. that okay, these people will days. arrive. In the vicinity Basically five to seven days. Obviously, there would have had to be time to muster this many troops. Yeah. So, you know what? Let's evenly, let's call it a week. You guys have a week to work on what you're trying to work on. Okay. Um, so, I assume that you're going to try and and train the troops to be a bit more disciplined. Is that correct? Yes. yes. I think Ongenagama <laughs> yes. should definitely, you should oversee okay. this yes. section. Uh, uh, without, yeah. <laughs> I will say, uh, this is like, we're going to make a general role for the training of the troops. Okay. Uh, this is like discipline, skill, yeah. you know, basic, like how, how much of a fighting force can we whip these people into? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. This is specifically, we'll, I'll roll for the baboons. Specifically, yes. I can roll yes. for the baboons and bonuamen separately if you want, or we can make one big roll for all of them. Which would you prefer? Uh, baboons uh, and bonuamen, no? Baboons and, okay. Yeah, I think just go, in fact, uh, yeah, I think and I'm not actually going to be little. making this roll. On Ganagama, <gasps> since you are the chiefess, you will be making this roll. Okay. This is going to be a, uh, we're going to call this, because this is really based on charisma, ultimately. Okay. okay. Uh, what you're trying to do. Uh-huh. Um, this is going to be a persuasion check with advantage because okay. you have both Muti but especially Chief Meno giving you the help action throughout this period. And whatever you roll will translate into actual numerical bonuses numbers during sure, yeah. the uh, upcoming battle. Oh wow, this is cool. <gasps> Uh, that's a 23. Ooh. Okay. 23. Um, persuasion check. Okay. Train Finally, troops. the bad rolls have left me. No more 23. All right. Now, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but oh, no. Now we need to roll for the, that, that's specifically for the baboons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now mm. we need to roll for the bonuamen. Okay. Uh, is this like again st- with advantage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again yeah, yeah, with advantage. Yeah. That is all. That is a fifteen. 
Okay. Okay. Fifteen. Hey, look, we did very well with the uh, <laughs> with the Hedrazini Warriors, so I think yes. we're, we're yeah. good, we're good. Uh, now, we need a check. Are you going to be constructing any type of physical structure? Hmm. So, are, are we letting the battle come to us, or are we taking the battle to them? I'll, I think... It's whichever one you want, you tell me. I think... The edge of the wasteland, if we can set that as a battlefield, yeah. and if there's any, if there is any advantages we can gain, I, I wonder whether there is an option for us to create a, a, any kind of sort of to funnel their forces or to create a, 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 a even pits. Or I'm trying to think of like some non-lethal ways we could take out portions of their uh, yeah battalions. Their, I'll ask Menno as well. Like anything that I'm just wondering if there's a non-lethal way to like, way change could, the landscape in some we way. Could, yes, yeah. uh, like pits and things like that that we could use to not necessarily slaughter swathes of uh, these swallow, but um, yeah. The difficulty you know. with that, I think he would tell you, is that there, there there's not just one entrance to the wasteland. Mm. Like if if you messed with one part of it and then posted up right there, they could just as easily like just move down like a half mile. And, and then, then yeah, it's I think like actually if you would could, need if, if you put your army entrenched there. Well, unless you have trenches way over there, then the trenches aren't really going to matter. I guess could- what actually we might need mm. is something that could do structural damage to Maroma itself yeah. to, in order yes. to stop it. I will it say you could you traps. could uh, form a trap if you guys were going to like meet them in the uh, the gra- the water marshland. You know what I mean? Sure. Like you could do stuff yeah. there. You could yeah. create hazards. Uh, Just a quick question, DM question. Yes. Um, because the, the wastelands. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they're near essentially where the Dwen are. Yeah. Yes. So like. When we were inside the trippy spirit place, the la- I do remember somebody's. Um, I do remember his brother saying that, um, or one of the visions being that um, when you cause a kerfuffle, they come. Yes. So, like, I'm not too keen on being close to, because I'd only be fighting more Romans to our front and then Dwen to our back. Mm-hmm. 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 So perhaps the marshland is a better option here. Yeah. Breathing apparatus for all of the baboons, so that they can hide in the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If there's you're trying, to, if you're trying to, we can roll for. You don't have to create all the specifics of whatever tech or ambush you might be doing, but we can essentially roll to construct it now yeah, and see yeah, how effective we, it is. Yeah, let's let's roll, I, and then uh, then maybe we can come up with some we can come up with some fun ideas in the in the week, and you can just be like, yes, no, no, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm imagining normally that kind of thing would be a. I'm going to see. My first thought is survival. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I would imagine. Like you're you're creating stuff out of nature and whatnot. But uh, I'd be okay. I think survival's really got to be the way to go. I think survival's got to be the way to go. Yeah, I th- on that. Uh, I think so. 
on uh, Gitagama. I, I could oversee yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you would like on Gitagama. Oh, you want to you want to oversee this part <laughs> of it, Muti? Please, if, if I may. Please. Uh, just by yes, I have a. Yeah. Uh, I've survived for a while and created quite the few. To be fair, actually, Muti did like create like he's created like a house and like various like items that have allowed yeah. him to survive in the, in the. I should imagine he's probably made some form of trap before to like catch yeah, like things. food yeah, and probably. stuff like that. So yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, and definitely disguises to try and blend in with stuff. Exactly. So, Muti, yeah. you can roll. Uh, I think this is a straight roll, not mm-hmm. necessarily with advantage, because it's it's you. You're just you're you're essentially like conceiving of this and like directing people. There isn't one mm-hmm. other person who's like, aha, yes, I'm very experienced in this area. Okay, here we go. Straight roll. Uh, actually, fifteen. Uh, I will let you use. I will let you use uh, sorcery point if you need to. But it's like it's not like a one-time check. What essentially this would be doing is you would be expending a bunch of your energy to help with this throughout this week. Uh, That's much better. That's a twenty-three. Okay. Um. Twenty-three. Okay. Um, and then I think the final check mm-hmm. is going to be Muti. Uh, you can roll, uh, to mm. try and work on this spell. Yeah, I was going to ask if I could do this. Week. Yes, 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 yes. I, yeah, just, I'm like burning through like all of my spell slots, like all week, just trying yeah. try to get this. I, to get I this. think, yeah, I think that it's, it's like, ah. <sighs> I think that Mano works with you as much as he can, but mm-hmm. I think you end up having to spend a lot of time not just working with him because he's busy. He's been helping Onginagama yeah. train these guys. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think that you're going to have to roll this straight. That's fair. That's definitely fair. I feel like he's like the, the molding hands, but the, the legwork has got to be me, I think. Yes. Uh, plus, I think it's quite, a, it's quite a personal spell as well. So yeah. um, cool. Is this like the one flat or yeah? The yeah, one I will say that I will say that this lowers the DC. Cool. His health cool, cool. lowers the DC. Uh, and can I add anything to this? Uh, this is so a, we're making an Arcana check. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh, so you get a plus two. Uh, I get plus two. Okay, that's thirteen. I might use a sorcery point. Uh, it's entirely up to you. Do you think that you would dump? more I, I will say that you using this will have probably some kind of a slight influence on the actual battle itself but not to the mm. point where it's like oh my goodness i'm completely out of sorcery points heading into this battle not like that sure uh i think yes because i do think that there is a possibility for this spell to be extremely useful given the context of what we need to do okay uh so, I will yeah, say I'll... that I will say because since we talked about this is a little bit behind the, the screen here, uh, mm. Muti or uh, Jasper and I talked about multiple spells. The mm. level of success determines the level of the spell that you're able to create. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. It cool. has to be yeah, one that you can cast. But yes, yeah. of course, of course. But I'll see. Let's see if we can be at thirteen. Come on. No, it's twelve. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, so it's a fifteen is the highest I, got, I, I managed to get. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, um, I'll go over what that means with you, uh, Jasper. Beautiful. But, uh, yeah, you guys spend a week 
in hurried preparations. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we will resume this, uh, I think, when uh, some of your your other forces arrive. Yes. We will end it here. But uh, when we pick up Yo, the big day, I'm not even. I, I, I know I'm wow. biased because I'm involved in this, but I'm not. I don't know. being funny. The, the the this this battle, this finale, this gonna this is gonna be some crazy shit. We're I am literally gonna be putting all so of the stuff. I am so excited. <laughs> I cannot tell you how excited. This is gonna be madness. Absolutely. This is gonna carnage. be madness. Carnage. Carnage. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Yes. Woo, there, wow. there will be blood. It might be yours. Uh, so go kill King Yati. Signed, Bad Horse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Here we go. Here we go. Sweet. All right. Watch the well, video on uh, Patreon and watch yeah, the Bugatti Thank you watches. so much for tuning hey, in to this. Bugatti watches Woo. on uh, Patreon as well. I hope you. I hope you enjoyed this lore-heavy. Uh, I love a good heavy and action light episode in contrast to the past few episodes which have been very action heavy Uh, but you can if you listen real closely you'll hear throughout that entire episode all you can hear was (laughs) (laughs) as I was furiously (laughs) making note of everything Everything. Jeffrey said (laughs) pages and pages and pages you can hear me just turning pages and frantically yeah 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 yeah. absolutely absolutely wow 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 Thanks Sweet. so much for tuning in, everybody. We will uh, catch you. you guys next time. Yes, we Thank will. Thank you. Uh, so long, Shire Folk. So, so long, long, Shire Folk. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow.